0: Hello, chicas! It's your girl, and I'm back, as I promised. That's what I do. I keep my word. I'm gonna wrap it out, or whatever it is that I'm trying to do right now. It doesn't make any sense, but I'm back. <laughs> okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, For those who are listening for the first time, I am Nikita Littlejohn, your super de duper awesomest host ever. And then for those who are returning, hey, y'all, welcome back, (laughs) y'all. Well, as I promised, this segment was going to be strictly for um, waiting and dating. That way we can get all of the goods within the 30 minutes because I got some more feedback that it shouldn't be so long. So I'm not going to make it really long this time. I'm really going to work on it. So I'm just going to get right to it. Excuse me. So the... um, with Waiting Dating it's a book written by Dr. Miles Monroe and it's pretty much telling you how you should be preparing or um you know what you should be doing before you get married, right? To make sure that we're that you're on the same page as the person you're seeing and that you're going in the right direction. The last one we left off on was um the last one we left off on was the third principle for preparing to date. Um, and it was, the third principle was um, resolving your spirit that you will not lower or compromise those standards for any reason, even if it means losing dates. And y'all already know, I told y'all, he said it, not me Before you start dating, you got to have some type of standards set for what you will and will not accept. Because when you encounter a certain situation, you need to know or have uh, some guidelines in place to help you make a decision better. Because if you don't, You may accept it, and then you may continue to accept it if it keeps happening, and then you don't know how to stop it from there. And then you're in too deep, and you don't want to say anything because you should have said something way back when. So just to avoid all of that, have your standards set and in place before you start dating. That way, you won't have to worry about um, compromising because, (laughs) I mean... You can compromise, but you have your, your your standards there and you know when and where it's okay for you to compromise, okay? Some things not really worth compromising on, but obviously that's up to you and your standard level and where you are. Um, but as a woman of God, I have some strict standards and um, I don't see myself straying. <laughs> I don't see myself straying from a lot of them being um, also being that I have a son and um, whom, whoever enters into my life, my son is obviously going to be a part of their lives and um, I will not date um, someone who will be raising my son and whom I don't think is a father figure. So if I can't raise my son to be like you, hmm, most likely I'm not going to date you. No, more than likely, I'm not going to date you. (laughs) Okay, but that's me. So um, now, this, this point here, listen to what he says. He says, you are ready to date when you don't need to. Now that'll preach on Sunday. Hallelujah. That will preach on Sunday. It says this. I'm going to read some of some of what he put in here. He says, "A fourth dating principle which arises from other three and is most important and what is most and is the most important of all. It simply is this. You are ready to date when you don't need to. If you feel that you need a date in order to be complete or fulfilled personally, personally you are not ready for dating." Need involves demand and implies that there is something lacking in your life. The opposite of need is choice, which allows for a decision. A legitimate need eliminates choice. For example, if we need to eat a meal in order to to stave off hunger, there is little deciding left to do. We sit down and eat. Once all of our needs have been met, once all of our needs have been met, We are free to choose based on personal preference or desire. Now, y'all, that was, to me, that was like an an eye-opener. Now, I'm in a place where I'm not rushing. I do desire to be a wife. I do desire to get married and, you know, have a, a leader in my life, you know, to, as an example for my son, because, um... Young men, kids, they need to see a, a male figure, a positive male figure. Uh, and, and it just helps them with growth. But I, I'm ready for that. But I'm not in a place where I absolutely need it. I I do not need it. I, like, I'm whole, healthy, wealthy, and complete. So I don't need a man to complete me at all, I'm already complete. And I think when you go into uh, a situation and you're you're lacking and you have voids that need to be filled, you're going to look to this person to be your savior, to be who you need God to be in your life. And that puts a lot of pressure, um, that puts a lot of pressure on him as, as a man because you're asking him to to be a lot of things that you uh you need to to have gotten from from God and not man. And I think a man would appreciate a woman who's who's already whole. I I will say that um there are a lot of men who are intimidated by a woman who doesn't need them to be something but in my opinion if a man is intimidated by that then there's some insecurities that they're dealing with within themselves so um make sure you're not you know desperate for a relationship and if you are i mean th- this is good because this is this is knocking at the door of your soul and it's saying hey you know take a take a step back and say, where are some areas in my life that I need to be whole at, right? And this is just an opportunity for you to take a look at that. And you know, you know, have, let God fill those voids before you get into a relationship and look to someone else to fill them, and and expect for them to fill voids that it's it's not their job to fix. You should already be whole uh, before you you want to do that. So I think that was. I thought that was great advice. You are ready to date only to the extent that you feel whole and complete within yourself. Look at that. See? That's how y'all know I read the book. <laughs> that was my <laughs> that was my next point and I wasn't even looking at that. That is so funny. But he says, you are ready to date only to the extent that you feel whole and complete within yourself apart from any other person except God. When you regard dating as a matter of choice rather than necessity, you are ready, girlfriend. You are ready. It is a matter of your ability to be happy and content whether you are with someone someone else or not. Wow. I am gonna have to post this on my social media. When you're when you regard dating as a matter of choice rather than necessity, you are definitely ready to date. I know I'm ready to date. So let's go to the next point here, waiting and dating. So I really hope these points are you know helping in some kind of way because I, I mean as women we we. Uh we we want someone. We long for someone. Especially I'm celibate and um I I really I I really want um a a good solid relationship. I want to go places. I want to do things. I want to to talk. I want to you know, have those long conversations about life and goals and things like that and I don't want myself to get in the way. I don't want what I'm lacking to get in the way or to get in the way of a relationship that could be something beautiful. Because you don't want to put pressure on a man to be, to make you feel secure, to, to you, for him to have to tell you that you're beautiful. Of course, it'll probably be natural, uh, for him to tell you that you're beautiful, but when, when you just need, oh, you didn't tell me I was beautiful this morning, or you didn't tell me I was this, or why didn't you do this and you normally do this? You know, looking for the man to just be everything that you need to make you feel whole or good about yourself. I just think we want, just, let's just be whole in the Lord and be working toward towards um our own goals and things like that, and staying focused on you know the kingdom and then and then the allow that man to come into our to our lives, but we should be working on ourselves until he gets here and listen to what he says here's the next point before eve this he's referencing Adam and Eve in the Bible he says before Eve came along. Adam was alone, but he was not lonely. He says, loneliness is a spiritual disease. Listen to me now. Loneliness is a spiritual disease. Adam was alone because he was the only one of his kind, but he was completely fulfilled as a person. In tending the garden, he had meaningful work to do in his authority over other living creatures he was exercising his god-given dominion over the created order he enjoyed full and open fellowship with his creator adam was so fulfilled within himself and so busy tending the garden and naming and caring for the birds and the animals that he never felt the need or desire for a companion, this is called singleness or being single. He was so preoccupied with doing what God had told him to do that he sensed no need for a mate. Apparently, the thought never entered his head. Providing a mate for Adam was God's idea. Adam was completely self-fulfilled. He was ready for a mate when he did not need one. That This, that... That is just that's great information, and sometimes, <laughs> um. Okay, I'm gonna I, I, y'all know on this podcast. I'm gonna be honest, and I'm gonna tell the truth, and um, and we can we can discuss it. You know th- that that's what it's about. Let's just be open and honest, right? So, I, I mean, I get it. I get it. Sometimes, especially when you get into a new relationship. You know, you guys are talking and you're getting to know, know each other all the time. But if I, I just never understood how people be on the phone talking and texting all day. Don't you have stuff to do? <laughs> it's like you're... Your world is so consumed with the person. Like you don't have anything else going on in your life. And I think we have to not make ourselves so accessible. Okay? (laughs) You can't make yourself so accessible. And I think what he was pretty much saying here is that he was so focused on his assignment from God. He was so focused on his purpose that he didn't have time to worry about Oh, I don't have anybody. Ain't nobody here with me. Who gonna make me feel good? Who gonna tell me I'm handsome? Who gonna make me whole? I'm so alone. I need somebody. I need somebody to do this for me, and I need somebody to do that for me. I'm so alone. I'm so sad. I'm so miserable. Why doesn't anybody love me? Why does doesn't anybody want to be with me? That's cause, girl, you don't want to be with yourself. <laughs> oh my God! I, I, you have to be focused. You, you really have to know who you are. Like I know who I am, where I'm going, what I want, and I know what my purpose is, and I, I'm working on that and i am working on that i don't need a man to come into my life and tell me that uh tell me that i'm beautiful or t- or tell me you know things just to make me feel good about myself i you know i say thank you thank you i appreciate it but you're not telling me something that I don't already know. I appreciate it. It's a kind gesture and you want your man, you know, to be like, hey, this this mine, this me. Hey, hey, look, y'all, this me. Of course, that's what you want. But if you need that in order to feel secure about yourself, that's a problem. Find out until he comes, find out from God what your purpose is what you should be doing. And I promise you, when you find out what you really supposed to be doing, you will be so consumed in it that just like just like Adam in the Bible, he won't worry about no woman. <laughs> he won't worry about no woman. It was God who said, "Let me make him a help me." God said that. Adam ain't say, "Well, God, why you ain't made me nobody? I'm alone, I'm afraid I'm by myself. No, he was so consumed in doing the will of the father, doing what he was assigned to do, naming the animals. you know it's a lot of animals, and he named them all, y'all, so he you know he y'all know he was working <laughs> he was tending to the field, the uh the garden and naming animals. He wouldn't have time to think about no woman, and then there, there, she just appeared. Cause God said, "Him, you need this. This gonna make you feel better. She gonna help you out." <laughs> and God knew, and and the funny thing about that, y'all, God knew exactly what he needed. He didn't have to tell him, tell God what he needed. God knew exactly what he needed, and He shaped and formed. The, the, the woman to be perfect for him, to be the perfect helpmate, help me. So, of course, you write down your standards and you put it out there. You say, this is God, you know, you know, I like them dark. You know, I like them dark. You know, I like them light skin. You know, I like them brown skin. You know, I'm like a pecan tan <laughs> god you know what i like you i don't have to tell you. you know what i like god just make them available in god's in your divine timing god make sure i'm whole healthy wealthy and complete fill me up with your love with your grace your mercy your kindness god anything that's you know unlike you god open my eyes to it within myself right show show me me show me how i can become better for myself for my husband whenever he comes for the, for this person whenever he comes got reveal those things to me. Have a relationship, build, build a relationship with God so he can show you these things because he will, but you, you have to pay attention. That's why I preach. You guys know on every podcast, I say it. You guys have to be aware of how you're feeling because when you're feeling hurt, when you're emotional, when you're crying, when you're offended, when you're angry, there's something deeper within you that's causing you to be that way. And you have to look at that in order to get better or become a better person. You have to look at and and, and pay attention to your emotions and um, because that derives from something, right? So y'all done got me fired up today. Cause I'm fired up one more game, fired up. I think that's how that song go. Fired up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fired up. Fired up for the Lord. Because, you know, there are tons of great, good, great men that God will make available to you in divine, in your divine timing. But I do want to say that, you know, of, of course you hear what I'm saying? Um, you may even get the book, you may read it, but you may get the urge to you meet someone and you, you move you move quickly, right But one of my ex my exes told me this, and he he was speaking in reference to um, his brother who was moving quickly in a relationship. And he said that his brother, you know, spoke to the pastor about the woman that he was, he was seeing and pretty much letting him know that, you know, they were going to get married. But, you know, they had moved very quickly. They didn't know each other that well. And his pastor told the guy, he said, you miss all of the signs when you're going 100 miles per hour. Right, so I encourage you if, let me see how much time I got. Ooh, hoo, hoo, I'm right on time, 30 minutes, okay? Your girl is doing her thing, making this quick for y'all and giving y'all all y'all need within the allotted amount of time. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so let me stop adding extra stuff so we can get done on time. But um, yeah, so he he, he said, you're missing all of the signs when you're going 100 miles per hour. So let's say you're driving, you're trying to get to, let's say, um, what's a good place people go all the time? Um, Atlanta. You're here in Jacksonville, Florida, and you're going to Atlanta, and you don't really know where you're going. You've never been there. You've never driven there. So you're sailing do a little road trip, but you're going 100 miles per hour. Uh, you're going 100 miles per hour, and on top of that, you don't have a map, right? And you don't have Google Google Maps either. Just pretend like this is in the 90s or something like that. So you don't have Google GPS either. And you're going 100 miles per hour. You think you're going to get there? No ma'am, no ham, no turkey. No, you're not. You're not going to get there. You're either, either going to miss the signs and you're going to have to take detours. You're going to have to turn around. You may even get into an accident that that de- gives you a whole detour. You might not even make it to Atlanta. Right? You miss the signs when you're going 100 miles per hour. So I encourage you, you know, if, if you, you hear what I'm saying and if the Lord is, if if your spirit is kind of like jumping or, you know, you start itching or something like that, that means that this is for you. <laughs> I don't know why I said itching. I guess that's what happens to me when, you know, someone, like they say, a hit dog or holler. So like when somebody's saying something and it registers in my soul, I start itching like <laughs> like a nervous itch. It's crazy. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, you're speaking to me, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Y'all, I love doing this. Okay. So I get so excited. But yeah, so if if this is... Doing something to you in your soul, and you. Some people get offended. Some people say, "Oh, I want this to hurt no more," you know. And and usually it's because there's some validity to what I'm saying. So if it's if it's you, I encourage you to just slow down. If you're dating, slow down so you can see all the signs, and you can pray. You know, you can pray for anything. I, you know, what my my new prayer is that I ask. I pray that the Lord reveals the intentions of others. I, I I pray that he reveals them to me and I'm consciously aware of what's going on and I'm consciously aware of what's going on in my spirit and in my dreams because I, I know that the Lord is going to reveal to me the intentions of others because I decree and declare that all things work for my good and they do and they will. So I have to pray that the intentions and the motives of other people are revealed to me because you have to be careful who you allow in your space and who you allow in your um, in your life because they speak to you and they speak through your ear gates. You're talking to them, you're listening to them, and you're taking in what they're telling you. And if they are not divinely assigned to you, they can get you off track off track, and you will be taking detours for several years. Because I did it before, honey. Uh, yes, ma'am. I was detoured for about five or six years. I was caught up. I thought I was in love, Lord. <laughs> Lord, back then, I, y'all, I missed all the signs. <laughs> I laugh about it now, but y'all, I was crying. I was hurt. I was hurt, but you know what? I'm grateful. I don't regret anything. I don't regret anything because that's what life is. It's about choices and consequences. I teach my son that life is about two things, choices and consequences. You think about it. Think about how many choices you make in one day and every choice that you make, there is a consequence for it it can either be good or it can be bad. So, be careful of the decisions that you make and be conscious of the consequences of them. So, I just I just encourage you to to take heed to the words that are coming out of my mouth because it uh you listening to this was ordained by God and there's something, my friend, that he's trying to tell you. So, if you're already in something and you and if you're already in something and you're like, "Oh, I can't turn back now, you can turn back now, but if you don't have the strength, pray for it, okay, because um, in your times of weakness, uh you can be made strong through Jesus Christ, and on top of that, you can slow down at any point and see the signs. The signs are everywhere. And I, I feel like I need to go here. And it doesn't just have to mean with relationships, with anything. Your job, what's going on with your family, anything. Slow down. We get so busy doing things. And and I want you to guys to understand that there's a difference between doing being busy doing things and just being, okay? Doing and being are two different things, okay? So be careful about who you are being while you're doing whatever it is that you're doing and just slow down, slow down so you can see all of the signs, so you can see what it is that God is trying to Reveal to you about whatever situation you're in at this moment, because God will will lead us. That's what the Holy Spirit is there for. He leads us. He guides us. But sometimes we're so busy just doing stuff that we don't take time to to hear them, to feel them. So I encourage you to slow down and and read the signs. Well. My time is up, oh, and I got two minutes to spare. And look at God, I'm so excited see i i I gave you guys a good little nugget that you can take on for the week, and um I'm excited. I got some nice stuff coming up for you guys. My next week is gonna be awesome. My aunt will be on the podcast. I mean, she'll be my first guest and we're going to be talking about paradigms because y'all, paradigms control our lives and we're going to break that sucker down. We're going to tell y'all what paradigms are and how you can, um, you can overcome them so that change can happen in your life because change will not happen without a shift in your paradigm see i know your spirit probably jumping because he want to know well what what is the what is the paradigm what is it what is it if you want go ahead google it look it up look it up on youtube you'll see what i'm talking about but we're gonna delve delve into that is that right delve yeah that's a word we're gonna delve into that next week so my aunt is an awesome woman of God. And this is the Mama Knows Best series. She's not my mama, but the Bible says that it's the older women who shall teach the younger women. So you go to, just like you go to your, your good mama for advice and she, she gives you those parables and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, ma. So we're going to have Mama Knows Best segment and have my auntie on and we're going to be uh, talking. We're going to get some, some wisdom from her and uh you guys i love her i love her she's funny too she's funny i love her (laughs) but we'll be talking about paradigms and uh, please stay tuned because it's gonna be amazing and you guys will be so liberated so liberated. you y'all know as i learn i share as i grow you grow we grow. Whereas I'm just one woman with one agenda, and that's to empower all, and that, and that's what I live by. And um, I'm gonna empower some people with that sake with the segment coming up. So I hope you guys enjoyed these points, and listen out for the next podcast because it's gonna be cool. All right. Well, I love you guys to life. I love you to life. Oh, oh, I love you, life. I think I was off key. Yeah, I was definitely off key, but God is still good. And um, stay sweet, stay safe, stay encouraged, and be blessed. Bye.